This morning, uh, we're going to read the Christmas story, Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth into Galilee and Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And the message that I have today focuses kind of on the uh, perspective of there's no room for them in the inn. And in our lives, in our society, I think, many times there's very little room for Jesus. There's very little room for Jesus in our society, in our times, in the places that we live. And some of the times, I mean, I think of it in the context that it's sad that we don't have time for our relationship with Christ. I was speaking with a, a person this week who is of another faith and was uh, raised in a, a very, very, very strict cultural faith that demanded service and demanded attendance and demanded, um, you know, participation. And, but he was very much, still very much in that whole context of, of, the, of the demanding. And he said, you know, it's very sad that even his children couldn't give two hours a week to go to church and to be part of the church. And it's kind of like that in many societies, in many places. We just don't take time. You know, there has to be something that arises inside of us that says that we're going to take time for our faith. We're going to take time for the things that are important to our life. And our life is filled with many different choices. We're filled with many choices about how we're going to fill our time. And it seems like there are more and more things clamoring for our attention and for taking the time to do certain things. Well, in the coming of Jesus, it was, it was you know, Jesus didn't come in an appropriate time. Now, when you think about it, he came at a time when a, when a non-religious person um, the governor decided we're going to take a tax. And he, he declared that this taxation was going to come because the Jews couldn't fulfill their um, military obligations, but they could fulfill paying for the military. So the governor wanted these, this tax taken so that everyone was paying their fair share. I don't think he was related to any of our leaders in our society when we must all pay our fair share of taxes. But we choose life in Christ because Christ comes sometimes not at the appropriate time. But whenever we find when Christ does come into our life and when Christ is there, we find peace because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So here we have this declaration that God wants to come into our life. He wants to bring into our life certain aspects. But we are resistant. We are full of other things. 
And so we try to find things of our culture, things that we possess, things that we can acquire. We can try to find certain things, but Jesus brings with us, brings with himself certain things into our life. And what we find in Jesus is peace. What we find in Jesus is righteousness. He is the righteous one. We find in Jesus wise counsel about how we should live our life, the right relationship with God and the right relationship with people. We find in Jesus a wonder, a beauty that is, that is beyond what we can imagine. We find in Jesus salvation, which is a forgiveness of our sins, of our past relationships. We find in Jesus a kingdom that is greater than any kingdom we could ever establish here on earth. And so we have all of this that God is trying to pour into our life, but we have a problem. Now, does anybody know what this is? It's a glove. <laughs> and what do you think the glove is made for? It's for your hand. Well, I brought a big fat glove because it reminded me of me. And uh, <laughs> so anyhow, we got this glove. And guess what? The glove was made for the hand to fit into. So here we have a glove, and the glove was made for the hand to be fit into. The glove doesn't have life in itself. It has, you know, it is something that is made, it was created, so that it could be filled with a hand. Okay, the glove was made so it could be filled with the hand. Genesis 1.26 says, Let us make man in our image. God looked at us and he looked at his creation and he formed us out of the dust of the earth and he formed us and breathed into us the breath of life so that we, we could be filled with God. Our life is like the glove that we are to be filled with God. Now, what's this? It's a mitten. But it's Jackson's glove. <laughs> yeah, Pop-Up's got your glove. Okay. Now, what's wrong with Jackson's mitten? Huh? It doesn't fit. Well, the Bible says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I thought as a child. You know, in our, in our society where we don't have time, God doesn't fit into our life because our container still thinks like a child. This is a great concept. This is a great glove for Jack. Fits his hand perfectly. But you know what? As we grow and as we mature, there are people who try to make God fit into a childish glove. You know, I won't ask you this, but how many people think that Christmas is for children? You see, we still have... Yeah, kids raise their hand, that's it. <laughs> that's for me! <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> Christmas is for children. But as adults, we sometimes think Christmas is only for children. Because it's only for a child to believe in. And that's not true. Christmas is, as we grow in our understanding and we grow in our relationship with God, it increases... <laughs> And if our faith doesn't increase and our, our thoughts and our understanding grow, we will continue to think that Jesus Christ is just someone for children. 
and our heart is too small. Hmm, who does that remind you of? Somebody's heart is two sizes too small. The Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch who stole Christmas. He, did, he had a problem. His heart was two sizes too small. How many people whose heart is two sizes too small to believe in God? And sure, there are people who say that, you know, God is, you know, things of, the, things of the church and the things of God. You know, they're always trying to downplay faith. And it's because their heart is two sizes too small. It never went beyond a fairy tale of a story of a baby born in a manger. But we find that as our faith grows... As our understanding grows, as our knowledge grows, as our thoughts grow, we find that our life is filled, is created to be filled with God. Our life is created. Our life, like the glove, is created to be filled with God. Our thoughts, our understanding, our speaking is to be filled with God. And as we have these thoughts and as we have this faith and as we have this knowledge and we have this understanding, we begin to see how the prophets of old spoke about a virgin shall conceive. And that the the prophets of old spoke that he would be born in Bethlehem. The prophets of old spoke of his life, his death, his resurrection. And it is how that these prophets have put it all together that our knowledge, our faith, and our thinking grow and grow. And in our life, God fills our life to the fullest. And we find that we were created to be filled with God's presence. Amen? Amen. So when you put your gloves on, not today. (laughs) I have a sweater that's very nice and Christmassy. That's too hot. I didn't wear it. (laughs) Well, the gloves, don't have to wear them today, but every time we put our gloves on, (laughs) did you ever go and try on gloves and some gloves don't fit? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Doesn't mean that there's something wrong with the glove doesn't mean that there's something wrong with your hand. It just doesn't fit. And in our faith, there are some things that just don't fit. You know what? We need to check our thoughts. We need to check our understanding. We need to check our thinking. Because God fits our life. Amen? Father, we thank you for this Christmas season. We thank you for the joy of our salvation We thank you, Lord, that you've come to be among us, that, Lord, you can live within our hearts and fill our lives with more of you. We ask, Lord, your blessing on our families, upon our lives, upon our gifts. Lord, may we be as gracious in giving as we are receiving. May we be as gracious in receiving as we are in giving. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.